Hi, I'm Catherine, your host for the God Works Podcast. Today's episode six, Relationships Are Hard, and I pick up with my date with the Floridian guy, who I will here and after probably call T, after four years apart and probably 100,000 prayers or more later, that we'd be together again, our date went great. In fact, so great, I was certain we were about to have many nights of consecutive dating and on to a real relationship shortly thereafter. Why is it that reality rarely matches the script we write in our heads? It is downright silly that we get mad or disappointed with the outcome when, in reality, how are we to know the future? What it really boils down to is this, in my opinion. We get ticked off with ourselves for writing a movie script that doesn't play out in real life as brilliantly as it did in our own head. And so I ask myself, why? Why did we go out, have a great time, and then nothing? That was July of 1993. It was September, and I was so frustrated that T would call to talk, but he had not asked me out again. I was in dire need of hope. I can't recall the exact date, but it seemed it was around the middle of September when I had one of the most compelling dreams ever. To this day, I still vividly recall it. High above a mountain, I was alone and sitting on a huge rock, reflecting on my whole life, trying to figure out where to go from where I was at that time. Suddenly, a man from out of nowhere, dressed in a gray robe with a long gray beard and a walking cane, approached. Startled, I jumped. He raised his right arm and said, Behold, it is I. Do not be afraid. He never confirmed his name, but I knew it was Moses. And Moses said to me, I know you are worried about your life. What will happen and when? Do not be afraid. I came to deliver a message from God. Everything will turn out just fine for you. You have nothing to fear. Friends, talk about being in perfect peace. To this day, I recall that reeling feeling of peace in my dream, peace in my sleep, and peace in my waking hours as if I was really living this scenario out. Throughout the next day, week, and month, it was as if I was floating on a Moses cloud. The peace I had from Moses' visit and message through a dream stuck with me for a really long time. And about three weeks later, T called and asked me out again. And from that night forward, we didn't go out as often as I wanted to, but we began talking more frequently. Spring of 1994 rolled around. I was pleasantly surprised when T invited himself to drive home to Alabama with me to visit my family. I could hardly believe it was happening when we pulled out of my apartment complex and headed north on I-275. While in Birmingham, we hiked and roamed through the woods while he looked for treasures using his metal detector, a hobby of his. That night, I wanted to grab dinner, but he didn't. I was getting frustrated that I had driven all the way to Birmingham in my car, using my gas, and hauling him around to all the places he wanted to go, and he refused to even sit down for dinner with me somewhere. For the first time, I was realizing that relationships are hard. Or that, perhaps, trying to have a relationship is hard. I still wanted things to work out, but the work was already starting to wear me out. I remember the dread and feelings of immense sadness as we pulled out of Mom's driveway and headed south. Just one or two more days with Mom was all I had asked. I even offered him my Calm Air plane ticket to fly home, but he refused. So, I realized how much I missed being near family. We had always been so close, even if distance kept us apart. 
I knew I had to go back to St. Pete, but even traveling with the man I'd spent four years praying to be side-by-side with, I was torn between nostalgia for family and questioning if I was wasting time with someone who wanted me on his terms and time. We made some stops on the way back, which put us late driving Interstate 275 South. Around 1 o'clock in the morning as we neared Tampa, a loud bomb-like sound came from the compact car traveling beside us. I saw shreds of a tire flying and the car fishtailing. Quickly, I merged into the far right lane and, praise God, avoided an accident. But it scared me half to death, not to mention the fatigue from the 10-hour drive. I couldn't help wondering if we had stayed in Alabama a day or two longer, that road scare might not have happened. What was that a sign of? When we finally arrived back at my apartment, T unloaded his luggage and left for his house. I was relieved on the one hand and saddened on the other. The next day, I had a horrible feeling come over me that I could not shake. If I had stayed in Alabama just a day or two longer, would what happened have ever happened? Tune into my next podcast and follow me along my spiritual journey detailing how God has worked in my life from then until now. Remember, no matter what you are going through or how bad things get, You can find God right where you are because God is always right there with you. Thanks so much for listening. May blessings flow your way today.